cool. The Recovery Revolution will be podcast on the Since Right Now Addiction right, Recovery so yeah, Network. Christian Slater, agent called, tried to book him, and then we were like, no, Welcome just... Welcome to the Since could call in right tonight, that's what I'm now. saying. Because that's even in recovery. recovery podcast. I, I, I think he is. I know he has sober. been, right? K-L-E-N and S-O-B-R. Struggles. And since right now. I don't know if he is right this With moment. your hosts in recovery, Jeff. He was in Matt, um, that killer show on USA. USA now. Mr. Robot. Yeah. I, I started watching it and I wanted to watch it, but I not get out of it. It's, it's good. I watched the first season. It was really, really good. And he was really good at it. And it kind of had a weird, a really good twist. I liked it. So Christian Slater, if you're out there and you're you're ready to call in, we're here. We're ready to talk. We're waiting. We're waiting for you. Um, that's what we're doing. That's the new policy. We're not booking guests. You just show up at 8 o'clock, call in. And and when we open the lines, then... Yeah, call. And... Uh, yeah, and we'll be doing that again tonight. Yep. Um, let's see. Right off the bat, Matt's not with us tonight. Nope. He is uh, in an island, Orcas Island. Well, that's not blow up his spot. Oh, People sorry. Stalking. <laughs> or, or wait, go, everyone starts running out there. Or gotta, go rob his house. Yeah, that's right. That's fine. Um, oh no, he's got a, a couple big guard no, dogs. I know. You're not going to get through those those uh, Doberman pinchers at his house. Yeah. So uh, Matt's not with us tonight. Yep. Uh, Jeff and I are holding it down. Yep. And uh, yeah, so we, we before um, we came on mic on air, we were talking about re- kind of religion yeah. vis-a-vis. Well, we got to it by talking about politics. Yes. Um, and then we started talking religion. Yes. Which and, should, which shouldn't be mixed, but are far too mixed. And that was our. That's what we were jumping off at. Because I had a friend. A good friend invite me to go back to a church I love that I was going to. I love the pastor. I love the church. Um, to uh, do a video on the business that would be re- she was just kind of a fun series and like hey, but you got to come back to church, which makes sense if you're if you know. And I was like, I've been struggling with it all week because on one hand I was like, is this you know, you're like, is this a sign from God? And this is how God is reaching out in mm-hmm. your life, and you're supposed to jump into this thing uh, and say yes to it. But on the other hand, I am, I'm like, really uncomfortable mm-hmm. with organized religion <laughs> right now, <laughs> right now, <laughs> in the world, yeah, right. And I'm like, is that the best path to spirituality? Because this bypath is the twelve steps, which has totally right. worked. Pretty simple. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know. So I'm, this, that's been my struggle of just thinking about this week. And you were, you were, had something to add to well, this. Uh, yeah. What I, I, um, so I, I had my second meeting today with my new therapist. I really yeah. like him. Yep. Um, and he comes from a, some sort of theological background. I'm not sure exactly what he's been a number of things he's been a he's an ex-police officer like ex like homeland security yeah uh like he's a badass he's a kind of a badass yeah um and uh the first time i saw him uh, last week we were talking about you know religion and spirituality and i said uh i'm an atheist Mm -hmm. i said literally and he's like i haven't heard that term which um, did you have to tell him what that meant? I did. And, and I said, it's really, I just don't think about it. I don't really care to think about it, is, right. is my take on it, the simple version. And I said, you know, but I do this podcast with uh, a friend who 
you know, to my understanding, mm-hmm. goes to church yeah. re- regularly. One who is somewhere in, in there, probably closer to agnostic than anything. Right. Um, and I said, I'm such an apatheist uh, that I don't even know what kind of church you go to. And I said, <laughs> like, I don't even know what, I said, for all I know, you could go to a Buddhist church right, I don't, or right. a, I don't even, Buddhist temple or something. Sure. I, like, and, and I was like, you know, I don't even know the difference between Christian and, and Catholic. Um, that's how much of an apatheist, yeah. how little I think about it. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'm not sure if I could tell you. There's there is a difference. I don't know what it is either. But anyway, and there. So, but anyway, so I was. But I was in his office today, and uh, he does have a background in. Uh, um. Twelve step, like you know, mm-hmm. he's, he's familiar with it on on a you know number of different issues, uh, and on the table in his waiting room, he had this little pamphlet which i picked one up called aa around the clock Ooh! pray daily god is easier to talk to than most people (laughs) which i mean yeah i mean nobody somebody that's not going to talk back is always easier to talk to than somebody else um and for those of you saying god does talk back um we'll we can say that for another time yeah um call in so yeah (laughs) if god's ever spoken directly to you with words yes call in um uh so but anyway and then what's interesting though so did you read this i haven't no it's it's a multi-page thing i've sort of flipped through it and it has the 12 steps of recovery 12 suggested steps they are i've never heard that i've never seen the suggested part in there it says it it says it right in how it works which, we suggest the following step. It's they are suggested. Which they that read that every meeting blew me away. First, yeah. turn it. There's actually something on the inside cover that I want to get to, but I turned the page and I was like, the twelve suggested steps, which yeah. was really interesting to me. Yeah, to find that word that I've never heard in there before. Yeah. Um. So it, you know, it's always you always feel like you got to dogmatically do this thing, right? Which is yeah, it, no. I don't know why. It just really struck me that that word yeah. was in there, and now yeah. that you're telling me it's. Just, always there i it's guess always there. But, there, every meeting um it just gets shorthanded to the 12 steps it does that's the um, that's the human touch of that because well, i think the spiritual touches give it give it a shot we yeah. suggest doing this stuff i don't know but anyway I, it's a pretty powerful word to it be is, right? left out for me to not ever have known was in there yeah despite you know not ever really paying much attention to AA or the 12 steps other than on this podcast but yes Still, to not know that, uh, I don't know. Anyway, yeah. I guess I made that point. So anyway, it starts with that, then it's the 12 traditions, and then uh, and it does the 12 traditions, and then what? Oh, wait. And this, I want to get to this. Uh, I want to read this. Eight Ways to Conquer Self-Pity. Okay. Is that in the book? No. Oh. I like this, though. Um, because I pity myself often, early and often. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, yeah, me too. And then, are we all full of self pity? Kinda. Yeah, I'm it's like a condition you know of humanity. Why? Yeah. Um, but it, anyway, before I, I can flip through the book in more in a minute, but what was interesting to me, so is after I pick it up, it's pray daily. God's easier to talk to than most people. Um, it has the serenity prayer on the front, but on the inside cover it has an Indian prayer. Which, uh, one thing, what jumped out about that, to me about that was, clearly this is all old info in here. It's not 
a Native American prayer. It's an Indian prayer. So I'm like, East? Are we talking about, like, you know? Yeah, which, what you, yeah. <laughs> Cleveland Indians? Yeah, but then I look at on the bottom by Yellow Lark, Sioux Indian Chief. Okay. So um, clearly, uh, old PC yeah, yep. <laughs> content. But I just found it really interesting that the, 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 the pray daily handbook, yeah. pamphlet, it's a, it's a handbook. Yeah. Starts with a Native American prayer, yeah. not a a Christian prayer. Christian or yeah. a, do, a Christian and Catholic prayer is the same thing. See, I don't even know. Um does Christian prayer mean Catholic? I don't know. I think okay. the Lord's Prayer, which is integral in meet, some right. meetings, is a Christian prayer. Right. And I think they say it in Catholic Church too. Um but I'm pretty sure. But yeah, so let's read the Native American prayer. You can't like leave us hanging. Okay. Native just American like, prayer. Yeah. Oh great spirit whose voice I hear in the winds and whose breath gives life to all the world, hear me. I come before you, one of your many children. I am small and weak. I need your strength and wisdom. Let me walk in beauty and make my eyes ever behold the red and purple sunset. Make my hands respect the things you have made, my ears sharp to hear your voice. Make me wise so that I may know, may, so that I may know the things you have taught my people, the lesson you have hidden in every leaf and rock. I seek strength not to be superior to my brothers, but to be able to fight my greatest enemy, myself. Ooh! Make me ever ready to come to you with clean hands and straight eyes, so when life fades as a fading sunset, my spirit may come to you without shame. Wow. Wow. I like that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see if the home group will go for that at the end of the meeting instead of the Lord's Prayer. I think it's... Leave it to a Native American. And Yellow lark. A Sioux. Yeah. And it's kind of a a surrender prayer, a third step, uh, turn your will and your life over to the care of some greater spirit. Uh, the acknowledgement that our heads are in ourselves are the things that hold us back, right? Yeah. And the end, like that was a big ending with, I'm going to, I want to come to you without shame. I want to live a life. That's pretty good. That's a good. That's good, man. Yellow lark. How about that one? I like that. I've never heard that. Have you ever heard that? I've, I've never heard it. Uh, no. Uh, no. I, um, that's pretty good. Uh, so yeah, this is just an interesting little uh, <clears throat> pamphlet all the way around for me. Just yeah. not being familiar with any of this. Is our thirteen steps to alcoholism? Uh, in the big book. Do you recognize that? No. Once you start down the road to alcoholism, it grows progressively harder to stop. Yeah, that's true. Um, Number one, you have begun to drink. And then there's a whole paragraph. (laughs) And this was was interesting to me because I didn't have this number two. I didn't, I jumped right past number two. Number two, you start having blackouts. So you go from drinking to blackouts, (laughs) which is, blackouts I would think would be way further down this list because it's 13 steps to alcoholism. Wow, exactly. If blackouts are already number two, two. it's getting ugly. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Number three, you find liquor means more to you than others. Yeah. Number four, you consistently drink more than you mean to. Yeah. And and these all have paragraphs after them, but I'm yeah. not going to read that much of it. I just found these interesting. I like uh, it. Keep going. Number five, you start excusing yourself for drinking. Oh, yeah. Number six, you begin taking a drink the first thing in the morning to get you started for the day. I didn't do that. I, I did. You did? Oh, yeah. Towards I, the last... 
But I guess I would have, yeah, like a Bloody Mary or something to stop the shaking. Oh, yeah. No, I would wake up. Oh, yeah, to stop shaking. I would wake up. Stop and the shaking. Just the one specific almost uh, ritual mm-hmm. is where I was, I was at my dad's house where he wasn't. That was just me living there. And uh, had these like 20-ounce plastic cups. Uh-huh. And I would crack two... 12 ounce cans of Mick Light, which is what my dad drank. So that's why I kept, you know, we kept there. And so I didn't, you know, you drink what's what's there. Whatever's there. And I'd pour like whatever, you know, one and a half in this plastic cup and Uh I'd go outside and have a cigarette first thing in the morning. Ooh, that's beautiful, man. That's beautiful. Drinking you're hungover. Yeah. First thing in the morning. Yeah. Um, Okay. So you're, you're there. Seven, you begin to drink alone. That was concurrent with six. Yeah. If If you're starting to drink first thing in the morning amongst... Well, I guess people do that. Yeah. Uh, it's called brunch people. <laughs> um, but that's only one. That should only be one morning a week, like Sunday right, brunch. Right. Um, eight, you get antisocial when you drink. Yeah. Uh, and then this is funny. So, it, and now here, and then it's danger line. There's a demarcation in between eight and nine. This is danger line. Wow. I think, see, you're, you were, I think we were there when we were blacking out. Yeah, I know. It's like two, <laughs> no, step two, when you're blacking out, would seem to be where the danger line That's begins. That's right. Uh, number nine, you start going on benders. Ooh. Now begins the sta- acute stage of your compulsive drinking. You are, in fact, a true alcoholic. Damn. Yeah, Can benders. I, I've, I remember a lot of benders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, three-day benders. Yeah, those are all six, seven, eight, and nine, <clears throat> five. I mean, they're all sort of occurring. Yeah. Uh, number 10, you know deep remorse and deep resentment. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So it gets dark. 11, you feel deep, nameless anxiety. Still do. <laughs> like, it, it doesn't have a name. It's just there. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's the dark shadow. Emotional and spiritual bankruptcy are coming faster and closer together. You feel oh. vague but ever-present fear. Fear of retribution. Oof. You walk in terror. Oh. Yeah, I don't like you that. You show it to the world by your trembling hands and vacant stare, your yeah. shaky steps and jumping nerves. People may call it the shakes, but it is less a physical reaction than an expression of your fear. No, it's a it's a oh. physical reaction. Yeah, the shakes are. This, yeah, the shakes and, are bad. Yeah, so this is the old timey stuff still. Like they're just copied in here and reproduced. Because mm-hmm. number twelve is you realize drinking has you licked. Oh, gee, well, got I licked. think this drinking's got me licked. <laughs> It does, yeah. It does lick you, though. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. That's funny. So those are the thirteen steps. Well, and number thirteen. Oh, you get help. Oh, or you go under. Yep. Jails, institutions, death. That's what they tell you. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's cool. So then, yeah, that's uh, you know, it's, uh, the best is yet to come is a section. The AA prayers a section. The Man in the Glass is a poem in the back, Prayer of Peace, Are You an Alcoholic Checklist. It's an interesting little book. I like that. I've never seen that book, but it seems like it's been around for a while. Oh, yeah. It's all old-timey stuff. Yeah, and it's got like a bunch of the highlights in a pretty pretty quick pamphlet form. Because I think if you're trying to get sober and someone hands you the big book back in the old day that's a that's a big book you're like damn that's a big book i don't know if i'm going to read that thing right. but that pamphlet this would get you yeah i think quick, uh, quick hits although it's it gets started it goes back and forth with the godly stuff like at the end it's like why we were chosen god in his wisdom yeah selected this group of men and women to be the purveyors of his goodness 
He went not to the proud, the mighty, the famous, or the brilliant. He went instead to the humble, to the sick, to the unfortunate. Um, he went right to the drunkard, the so-called <laughs> weakling of the world. I mean, there's just some odd, there's some odd old timey stuff in here. Yeah. Well, An- another prayer thing about doing good. Another prayer. Another prayer. Okay. So anyway, it's an interesting little pamphlet. I, I don't like know that. where you would get it other than... Oh, wait. Actually, hold on. I'll tell you where it you tells you where you can get it. Compiled by Bill B. Anonymous Publishing Company, Lakeside, California. Okay. Nice but just where, job, Bill B. where you can get it. Shout out so to anyway, you. That was in my uh, new therapist office. Okay. And, uh, Did he have a stack of them there or was it just yeah, one? He had like a, yeah, like a small stack. Like. Okay. Was he a person in long-term recovery or just... Familiar with it because he's been helping. He's people. familiar. Well, I, I don't know if he is or not personally, but uh, and, I, and I don't know that I say. It doesn't matter. Yeah, but uh, he, uh, as part of his practice, he is familiar with mm-hmm. um, substance use or or comp- what does he call it? What does he call it? Uh, oh man, I'm gonna draw a blank behavior it's like the liquid behavior behavior version two of 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 substance use so like things like gambling or sex addiction or behavior but there's it's a different it's a classification term yeah yeah but it's behavior based yeah compulsive behaviors and addiction yeah. type stuff. Okay. So, and, uh, so yeah. So Cognitive like, something therapy. Behavior something well, but, therapy. But no, the, but the actual conditions yeah. are called something slightly gotcha. different. Like, um, process. Compulsive was process it? actions or something. It was like some interesting yeah, yeah. You know what You're I mean? You're like, as, wait as a opposed, minute. As opposed to Had you heard that before? Disorder. No, yeah. I hadn't. Okay. But it, it's like, pr- it's process-based I don't know what. Anyway, my anyway. point is, it's it's the the behavior based yeah things that are like substance use disorders. Gotcha. Interesting. Um, uh, so anyway, okay. uh, that was that was sort of our whole religion jag that we got yeah. we got into that and just by by uh, coincidence, I had picked that up today and found it pretty fascinating. So did he think you were? You needed some spirituality and religion in your life. Was he surprised you didn't have any, or was he? Uh, he was more surprised that I'm going on 21 or 22 years yeah. of sobriety and never have never had that been a 12 step. Person. Interesting. Yeah. Um, he finds that you know as uh, <laughs> you yeah. did it one time. Yeah, like what? remarkable. Yeah. Um, and uh, a support system, something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, what's what's funny is. Uh, so the, on the first meeting when I, I went to see him, he said, so what do you hope to get out of this? And and I, I told him, uh, and he goes, well, that sounds like a sponsor. <laughs> and I'm like, maybe. I said, but, you know, I've never, yeah. I, I, I don't do. Yeah, I'm I do, not doing that. So. I don't do it, hey, but I mean, I suppose if that's what it is, I could go find one. This would be a lot less expensive yes. for me. Yeah. But, but um, you're not going to do that because you're not going to meetings. Well, I'm not, and also I, I don't, you know, as much as a sponsor could provide some of that, maybe. Yeah, it's a it's, it's, a, some pro. Of it's a crapshoot because you got to find the right one. You, you do. You got to go work and find one. And that they're you not like. professionals. They're not trained. No, you are. I mean, no offense. No, totally. I know you are one. Well, yeah, I'm a sponsor, it's but you different role. Totally. And I think the things I said. Yeah. And he was also kind of cracking wise. Yeah, he was. That's funny. Um, 
That's funny. So, yeah, that's funny. He has certainly a working knowledge of recovery. Right. Yeah, that's interesting. Well, it's also interesting. So, where this started was, I wonder if ultimately what he'll suggest for you has a basis in some sort of 12-step spiritual rhythm, some sort of 12-step spiritual design, a practice, if you will, a daily practice that, that which is kind of where we started of, you know, I get this call from God this week, Chris, mm. the Christian God, should I go back to church? Mm. And I'm like, I think I'm okay in AA. Our, this spiritual practice is just so much simpler for me mm-hmm. to get my head around. But I wonder if ultimately that's where you will end up having some sort of spiritual practice coming out of this. Possibly. Um, Maybe you won't even know it. It'll just be like the secret spiritual thing. That mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, and that's like a, da- a secret spiritual thing. daily gratitude right. practice, a right. stay in the moment practice, a one day at a time practice, so that kind of thing. I would love to have a, back my brief but great mindfulness practice. Yes. Um, where I, you know I was getting up early and I was I was doing my Peloton and my workout and then I would spend like ten minutes uh, meditating. Yeah, with your I, the headphones with on. With my headphones on. Yeah, loved it. Yeah, I just I have to figure that how to add that back in. So, yeah, um, but I I really missed that. Yeah, that, and did and did that help you in your day? It did. Okay, but isn't that weird? Like, I agree with you, and I have to do the same thing. But I wonder why when you do things at work then you don't do them anymore after a while. But does that seem so strange? I think, well, you know, the, the you know, time is yeah. a bitch sometimes. Totally. So much time in the day, right? Um, and, uh, yeah, I think uh, part of it is like I was getting up early and my, and my wife was humoring me, mm-hmm. but me getting up so early, it wakes her up and wakes you know, the dogs up yeah, and yeah. I'm going to get bed and then she's like, all right, I might as well get up. And <laughs> right. And so when I said, you know, I'm getting it, back on the Peloton, she goes, could you do it, you know, later? And I'm like, well, sure. Yeah, yeah. Because um, it's a circus. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. it's sort of as quiet as I try to be or, yeah. as, you know, whatever, chill as I try to be. I'm um, with you. You know, what, you know I'm with things you. start happening when the house starts moving. Totally. It starts moving. Um so I'm just trying to figure that out because now I, I do it like, you know, and maybe I'll add it tomorrow. Maybe I will just do it. You'll just do it. Um, That's cool. Because I started working out like right before lunch. Um, maybe I'll just add 10 minutes. Maybe yeah. I'll do it tomorrow. Anyway. But may, yeah, maybe. Maybe that'll, that's, I mean, it's probably is part of the component that's missing, but. Uh, so I had, so the story tonight, this is interesting. I'll pass this on because this is kind of what we're talking about. Yeah. So there's a man walking in the forest, looks behind him and a tiger's chasing him. Mm. And he runs, try to get away from the tiger. Mm-hmm. And he comes to a cliff and he has to start climbing the cliff and he climbs the cliff and he looks up and there's another tiger. And he looks straight ahead and there's a blackberry branch sticking out the side of the cliff and he eats the blackberries mm. and he's happy. And that was the story. <laughs> <laughs> this the speaker told it tonight and it's the it was you know ultimately a meditation of living in the moment mm. <laughs> that your hit past could be this your future mm-hmm. could be that but right now enjoy the blackberries mm-hmm. <laughs> that are on the side of the cliff mm-hmm. which i was like oh yeah that's pretty good 
You got tigers in front of you, tigers behind you. But you know what? There could be a blackberry right there, so don't don't miss it. <laughs> don't miss the blackberry. I mean, sure. You have to be you have to be ready to receive that that though. I mean that. Oh yeah. Except that as the metaphor <laughs> or the analogy or the <laughs> this, the tiger story. Right. Because what I hear is <laughs> a, a, the two two friends are walking in the woods and they see a bear behind them. Yeah. And the guy starts running. He goes, don't run. You'll never outrun the bear. And he goes, I don't have to outrun the bear. I just have to outrun you. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a super, different metaphor right. to what the world is really like full of assholes. Right. <laughs> that's funny. All right. Well, two metaphors tonight. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Outrun your friend. Let him get eaten by the bear and then sit down with a bowl of blackberries. Um, yeah. It's tough though. It's tough. To find in the, and we, you know, getting back to the whole, where we started this of organized religions and the path to Christianity Mm -hmm. and just how fearful of that I've become, right? Mm -hmm. And it's so not fair. It's just so, but it's like, oh man. And I used to not feel this way at all. Um, But I, I even see Christianity as in, is in the program and lots of people don't like that about AA because mm-hmm. read the Lord's prayer and, and it's not, but there's nothing really Christian in the program. Mm-hmm. It is a, it is a suggested program. Mm-hmm. It's very like, whatever yeah. you believe, we don't make you believe anything. Here's kind of how we did it. Mm-hmm. Do it, do it or don't. Um, and I think organized religions is more like it kind of, there are certain things you got to believe, right? There's are th- certain things. And then you just see what, it's been twisted to in a daily basis mm-hmm. from every religion. You're like, Oh man, it's mm-hmm. tough. It's tough to reconcile. Right. Yeah. I, I think it, it depends on what you need out of one. If you need spirituality, I, yeah. I, I just, I and don't you, and know. So Cause that's I don't, interesting. I just and don't you, know. Right. Uh, so what if I do, I just don't think about it. And you don't uh, think, and that is interesting because ultimately there is that fundamental foundation of you, every human is looking for a design guide tent post suggested way of living out operating on a daily basis I'm not they're looking for the guide i think there are some things that you can just know you can internalize them yeah that happen to have correlations to good ideas in, in different religions yeah yeah like you know treat people the way you'd like to be treated yeah try to remember that on a regular basis yeah it's hard you know Sometimes hard enough, you know, just that one simple. Yeah, yeah. Oh, thing yeah. About treating people, other people. Yes. Um, you know, sort of with care and respect, and I think that would <clears throat> go, you know, hu- a long, long way to like, you know, alleviating mm-hmm. all the rest of it. You know. Yes. Um. You know. Uh, but ultimately, do you think you're in therapy to get? something like that i don't think it's a spiritual melee no no but is it a are you in therapy to try to get a suggestions on how to do it better no okay i'm getting i'm in therapy to unpack yep my psyche okay to my you know the 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 formative elements of who i am Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so i can attack the the behavioral aspect of like my depressions and my anxieties and yes my um you know dysfunctional behaviors what you know what whatever they might be yeah. um and 
and address them, yeah. you know, um, acknowledge them. I, I have an idea, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I have for some time, you know, maybe decades, but, but I don't, this time I want to sit down. I want to like really unpack it with yep. somebody that's going to dig and make me dig mm-hmm. and make me examine stuff. Not make help me. Yeah, this, yeah. But I, I told them that's you know I want somebody to pretty aggressively, yeah. Um, you know, get in there and and if, yeah. and work with me. Yeah, and that um, that feels like someone's like gonna listen to what you're saying, stop you, point things out. Yeah, work it. Right. I want yeah. To, yeah. Um, like, are you doing homework and stuff like that and writing things down? Okay, I was just curious. Um, not yet. Uh, I may. I'm not sure. I'm not yeah. sure yet what what he has in, in his plan. But I mean, I I. Uh, I um it's interesting because you know I'm I'm like yeah when I'm in therapy I just like whatever you know it's like I'm yeah. just like I, you're a doctor patient you know thing going on like I I just and and he was you know asking me like how did you feel coming back in here or how do you feel about this yeah actually I asked me how I felt coming back. And I said excited, mm-hmm. which you know I don't know that. Yeah. And I, and he's like, well, excited? Why? I'm like, yeah. Because I have somebody that a professional that can you know I can tell other people stuff. I can do this on the podcast all mm-hmm. day long, but mm-hmm. I don't have somebody sitting. And I can you know talk yeah. to friends, sure, uh, or my wife mm-hmm. about stuff, but they're not a professional right. that ha- that can sit there with the goal of of, of finding you know the the, the important nugget yeah. to feed back to to me to help. Yeah, you know, and that's not their job. You know, they're, I've right. lots. You know, I have people that are good listeners. Sure, um, and even that have insight. Mm-hmm. That's not to, but um, but this is a space specifically for that for me. Right, you know, right. it's all about me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, totally, and um, and so I was excited about that. And uh, he said something, and he said, "How do you feel?" Because you know, I dumped a bunch of stuff, and he goes, "How do you? How do you? How does that make you feel?" Or how do you feel doing that or something? I said, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and he's like, yeah. and he's like, really? Like, yeah. like, I don't think excited and enjoying it. And, and it was, and I'm like, I love therapy. Yeah, and it, I yeah. do. Yeah. And I'm like, it's for the same sort of reasons. So it's yeah. like it, it, because I want to get it out there with yeah. somebody that's there to help me figure it out. Anyway. Well, it's, um, it's, yeah, it's, it's funny tonight. Therapy was a topic of, you get into A and lots of people will ultimately suggest yeah. get into some therapy because there's a lot of right. stuff A is just not going to do right. Right. and you need that exact, right. you need that exact someone there. Yeah. You got to get some shit out. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I, therapy's awesome. It, it's, yeah. uh, it, I mean, depending on your insurance, it doesn't necessarily have to be expensive as hell, but I mean, I recommend it to yeah. anyone, you know, work until you find the person you want to sit down across from once a week or so and, um, and work through your shit. Yeah, that's good. Um, but uh, what was I going to say? Uh, what do I want to say? Do Do you got anything? No, I had that story about yeah. blackberries. That was what I brought tonight for this so podcast. Normally, we do uh, stuff up front like this, and I just didn't want to forget because I feel like uh, sometimes I let people write us stuff or say nice things or send us. Sometimes people send us money in our tip jar, which is very sweet. And I think I've gone through the, all those recently. I have to check again. I apologize if you've tipped us and I haven't acknowledged you. Um, but l- uh, maybe I'll take a look before the end of this. Um, 
But uh, we got a new review. Oh, here's what I wanted to make sure I said. Yeah. If you're out there and you're listening, you are out there and you're listening. <laughs> you're not in here and listening. <laughs> Everybody listening to this, I would love it if you did, uh, if you could leave us the, the most uh, honest review you could on iTunes. Um, and uh, we're going we're gonna to get back to trying to grow this a little bit. Okay. We are very much a niche within a niche. Um, and, uh, you know, others have come and gone since we started. Um, some of the uh, least, actually a couple of the podcasts that in, that inspired me, some primarily uh, have evolved or changed over time uh, since we started, and notably the Bubble Hour and Anna David's podcast. Are, are, they're there, but yeah. they're different. Yeah. Um, just as, as we're evolving, but, uh, and then some have gone away, like, uh, clean, what is it, the clean... Clean Radio Podcast was a good podcast, and I don't know what happened to them. Anyway, my point is, uh, we're, we're here. We're yeah. coming up on uh, our f- f- fifth, fifth year, year, and we're, we're going to go keep doing this. We should make um, anniversary t-shirts. Something. We'll yeah. make something. We'll get something. We need to do going. something. But we're, we're going to kick it back into gear. I'm, I'm, you know, Look I'm at you. Better. I'm feeling better. Wow. Um, Chris is back. <laughs> I'm going to add meditation tomorrow. And Damn. I don't know what else what more I can do. It's going to get crazy. Um, so anyway, but somebody did leave us a nice review on iTunes. And you know what? T- if, tell somebody. And iTunes us. is a big deal. Like when you're in the podcast. It game, is. That's what you got to get. Yeah. You got to get reviews. good reviews on iTunes. It's like, uh, what um, What do I have to get reviewed on? Oh, untapped. Oh, right. It's like the Rotten Tomatoes of craft beer. Right. And so iTunes is the Rotten Tomatoes of podcasts. That's and, why. Yeah, or iTunes that's is the, the iTunes. Or Rotten Tomatoes is the iTunes. Yeah, of which is weird because sort of Stitcher's really has been the, the, uh, sort of the main platform, the biggest platform, I think, and yeah. they're really making a push. But I mean, the ratings still come from iTunes. Okay. Um, anyway, I've been taking random breaks from drinking. Have listened to pretty much everything that is out there on the subject. For whatever reason, it helps me. This is my favorite podcast in the recovery category. The hosts are seriously hilarious, and I look forward to it each week. Thank you very much. Nice. Andy. Andy, that's a we good one. We appreciate it. We really do. Yep. means a lot to us. Yes, Glad it does. Glad that we're here for you, that you can find something uh, and listen to us. Um, and what, you know, if, if you get something out of us, you know, let a, somebody know that, that might also get something uh, from us. Um, and then what? A couple, I got a couple, oh, uh, and then Joan, who uh, writes us pretty regularly, uh, I was listening to us and said, uh, watched the Forks Over Knives documentary, Change Your Lives, Multiple Health Issues Are Gone, which I, I um, follow Forks Over Knives on Facebook. If you're not familiar mm-hmm. with it or haven't seen the documentary, it's basically- It's powerful. Go to a plant-based diet. And Immediately. It will- Yeah. Change the planet. <laughs> it'll change the planet life. and change your health. Yes. Um, and- uh, you know, we're about, I'd say we're maybe 75, uh, maybe not that. Sometimes there was a period where we were like. Really high up there. Well, no. Uh, we're, You're, as we're, a family, family, you were plant-based. Like, yeah, we were yeah. pretty, pretty, pretty plant for a while. But yeah. now we're like more like 65% plant-based okay. maybe. But uh, yeah, we, we've slipped. Um, maybe it's because it became summer and I started barbecuing. <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> But uh, anyway, Forks Over Knives, great documentary. Thanks for pointing it out, Joan, and glad that it's helped you. The other thing I found interesting was, uh, so David Cassidy, who... uh, Sean Cassidy's brother from the uh, Partridge Partridge family. family. 
Um, it's interesting. So he died this year or last year? No, November. Okay. And uh, he's still drinking at the end. And it was reported that he had dementia, but I, I guess in a new documentary that's out, he, he said he didn't have dementia. It was all alcohol related. Wow. Like in the documentary, yeah. he's saying, I don't have dementia. I don't have dementia. It's all, yeah, it's all, it's all alcohol-based, and he was... Um, that sucks. See, I didn't know that. I didn't know that, that David Cassidy died of alcoholism. He did die of alcoholism, and uh, he had lied to family and friends at the end and told them he had stopped drinking, but he was still drinking. And uh, said in the, he wanted to be honest once and for all. So it's... Uh, I don't know why I found... It's just, it's just, it's just yeah, tragic, it I guess, yeah. that, that it's you know, so insidious that you're basically... Yeah. You have to, your entire last half of your life, you don't tell anyone, you just this thing. And you're letting it be said that you have dementia yeah. just because that's better than, <laughs> than drinking. Than people knowing that you're drinking yourself to yeah. death. Um, so, that's I don't bad. know. I don't know what the point is. Just, uh, you know, don't do it. <laughs> I don't know. It just, it just, it, I don't know. It struck me as yeah. kind of tragic. Um, as it always is, right? Yeah. When somebody dies of this. Um, and then the other thing I did, and I just posted this on Facebook. What I didn't realize is, and did you notice there, there are still dry counties in the U S which I guess I maybe was aware of that. I mean, I know Mm. St. Louis until I was like 20 something had was dry on Sundays. And we've talked about that on the show before. You used to like have to go on Sunday drives across the river. Yeah. To the bulletproof to get some get some booze yeah to get booze that's what Kansas was on Sundays uh-huh. but I was always grateful like thank God I can't drink today uh-huh. or it's a little harder for me to drink today I or need prepared. to take a break yeah on Saturdays but yeah or then you're usually we drove across the river yeah <clears throat> okay but yeah it was weird you'd go into like supermarkets and the alcohol aisles would yeah. be chained off yeah 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 I remember that they'd shut the lights down on the coolers yeah. and like excuse oh. me <laughs> but yeah so but <laughs> apparently, <laughs> apparently eight million Americans approximately still live where selling alcohol is illegal. Wow. There are 18 million people. Wow. What states that are, are effectively under prohibition? Is there so, one in Missouri? I'm sure uh, like the South, that would make sense. Uh, Kansas. I bet there's some dry counties in Kansas. Mostly in the South. Yeah. As of late last year, six counties in Texas, 35 in Arkansas were still dry. Wow. Um, That's good. But there, but you can smoke weed there. No, I'm kidding. No, not in. Ar- I don't think anybody's smoking weed in Arkansas. No. Um, and what, what was interesting is, so they're talking. One thing they're talking about is how prohibition isn't the answer, which I don't necessarily know. And I, we've never said, you know, we want prohibition. Prohibition. No, we're not that kind of show. No. But uh, you know, it brings up a lot of. It, so do, is it is the article basically like that studies find that people in dry counties have less alcoholism, more alcoholism, or are not affected by it? or it's Well, it's saying, what it is saying is uh, unscrupulous vendors get rich. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. It can be dangerous in other ways, too. People in dry areas need to travel for their drink. Yep. And then they... Drunk driving accidents are far more common wow. in dry counties. Which makes tons of sense. Which is wild. Sense. 
Just right. ab- which was just that was the whole reason I brought it up yeah. was because of that statistic. That's funny. Doesn't that just make total common sense? So, like, yeah. just the most obvious thing on the planet when you like, if people yeah. want to drink and they live here, what are they going to do? Just gameplay that out. Yeah. I'm like, oh yeah. And well, and here's the other. So these these two stats were really interesting to me. At the very end, for homebodies, drug abuse rates increase. Wow. So if you're in a dry county, like you abuse drugs, researchers at the University of Louisville found that dry counties in Kentucky were nearly twice as likely to host illegal meth labs than their wet wet county neighbors. Wow. So, you know, six and one half dozen of the other, I guess. Um, Wow. So humanity, humanity just wants to needs a fix. Yeah. Right. And that's why I guess, but it's true. It's like everyone has this broken bit, and everybody wants to s- stick something in their body to feel better, and it never, it doesn't work. You learn that lesson, and then you got to do something else. That's crazy. Interesting. Ron just uh, chatted in. Said they, Kansas recently legalized opening bars at six a.m. to raise revenue. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, because they were so broke. They did that experiment. Remember, the last governor was like. We're going to do this experience, experiment where they're going to lower taxes. Yeah. It was the exact um, supply-side playbook. We're going to do it. And this didn't work. The state went broke. The governor quit. So now they got to raise revenue, and let's do it with booze. That's funny. That's really interesting. They open bars at 6 a.m. to yeah. raise <laughs> revenue. I mean, wow. Wow. Okay. Wow. I wonder what time they open now. I don't know. I don't know. That's crazy. Well, I guess if you're if you're a breakfast drinker, as we talked about at the beginning of the show, right? <laughs> Kansas is your state. Kansas is your state. Congratulations. Um, oh, oh, Ron. Uh, I think I read. Uh, hold on. Ron also says he missed the calling. Was there a phone problem? Oh. Uh, I thought you were saying. You weren't going to call in tonight. Ooh. Someday, but having problems with timing. Maybe that was from an old chat and I haven't cleared it yet. Sorry, Ron. Uh, okay, one of these days it's going to happen, Ron. But uh, I think because I, I thought nobody was going to call in tonight, uh, we, we went flying past the call in. Oh, damn. Um, that's, how, that's how organized we are. Well, you know, I, I really, uh, I am back now. I'm, I'm going to try to get this. You're going to do it. All. And it's out. been a promise for four years that I'm going to do this right one day. So <laughs> that's um, just part of the cliffhanger that is the show. Uh, well, all right. Well, next week, Ron, you're on. Let's just go at eight fifteen next week. Let's just say it. Ron's calling in at eight fifteen next week. Eight fifteen. We'll I'll be we'll here. Just, Are you going to be here, Chris? Next week. It's oh. next Wednesday. Night. I'm speaking next Wednesday. Night. I'm going to come here. He's yeah. on. And Matt's on. And Matt's on. It's going to be our show. Ron, Matt, Chris, and Jeff. We could do the call in at the beginning for the first half hour. That's a good idea. And then kick him off and talk about <laughs> kick him off. That, that's a good idea yeah because that way eight o'clock then nobody has to guess and yes. sit around waiting yeah right 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 eight o'clock that's but the then call. we'll have a hard out yeah we'll have a hard out of eight eight thirty if that's burning desire time you're done that's a good idea and then we'll then we'll have figuring this out live on and then we can have mic. like some comment on whatever we talked about and then we can good talk point. about whatever stuff okay good point so from now on callers this is how it's going to go yeah you're coming on first yep hard out yep and then we may discuss what you brought up yep but it, but you yeah okay yeah got it. or so, we can talk about whatever got it okay 
So that's the new format of the show. Eight o'clock guest, eight thirty chit chat. Figured out by year and, five. Uh, that's the new. That's the new idea. It is year five, right? Coming yeah. up on year five. Yeah. Does All that right. mean we've done it for five years? We've done it for four years, and we're going to start our fifth. Like, do you, do you know what year we started this? Do you know what? I do. I think it was June. It was something. June. Well, okay. I have the date. That's our anniversary. June something. But I don't have the two thousand. I just have the date. I mean, I have the date. Who was the president when we started this? Barack Obama. He was, wasn't he? I think so. Well, definitely he was. Yeah, because <laughs> Trump's only been president for a year or okay. something, right? I know. That's right. a who was. What else? What else was it? I'll, lo- I'll look on our, our when I posted okay. the first one. That's the easiest 2012. That's what I'm guessing. Okay. All right. 2013, maybe. All right. All right, buddy. All right. So. All right, everybody. Uh, see you next week. Ron, we'll see you next week. You're the guest. It's going to be exciting. Up top. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Ron's on top. I All know right. what that means. All right. Good night. Another clean and sober intervention.